stuff and I'm like, ah. Oh, God. I can't, I can't remember quite. What, you, what was your first ever voiceover job? Um, it was a phone system, I think. Uh, hang on. No. There, oh, no. It was a, my first ever... Ho- <laughs> I can't think of sentences today. My first proper voiceover was in an actual studio. This was like pre-home studio days. Yeah. Back in the day. And it was um, for an one of those TV screens that's in a doctor's hospital, a, in a doctor's surgery. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah. like tells you stuff. I can't remember what it was about. And then my second one was a red, it was a TV commercial for um, DocuSol, which was a constipation relief for kids, which always made me laugh. Um, and I think I can still remember like the tag. Go on. Uh, yeah, because it was really like tongue twistery. DocuSol Pediatric Solution, the only constipation relief made specifically for children under 10 months or something. <laughs> Great. It was just really... Blah, 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 blah. And they kept coming back going, that needs to be faster. That needs to be faster. Really? Oh, no. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> my one was um, um, there was this man who had this sort of passion project where he'd worked out that the Finnish I think the Finnish language and the Welsh language had a great deal in common and so he'd written something that was to be in Finnish that was to be read in a Welsh accent and I don't speak Finnish that's not something that I put on my CV but uh, that was that was it (laughs) try harder please (laughs) I also can't do a Welsh accent so but somehow I did this recording for him I tried very hard to learn how to do a Welsh accent in advance I had um, one of Verjan and Edda's CDs um, how to, and how to do a Welsh accent, I think, I think, and I just I practiced. I tried my best, uh, and and then I did it, and then I put it on my MySpace, and then and MySpace. It's going on the podcast, and then quite Stop soon, <laughs> and quite soon afterwards, my friend who is Welsh, uh, like basically pinned me to the wall of a marquee at a festival and she was quite drunk and she told me for about 20 minutes she told me that it was the worst Welsh accent she'd ever heard and I needed to take it down immediately (laughs) because I was an embarrassment to myself and the Welsh people Uh, (laughs) that's not where I thought that story was going to end did you have to take it off your Bebo account too (laughs) Bebo, friends reunited wouldn't let me back on yeah God Good times. Uh, We've just had the best time ever because the first social has happened. The first in-person social has happened since the beginning of the pandemic. We've been off to Newcastle, haven't we? We have, pet. We have. Aye. <laughs> it was great. And we saw people and we yeah. like commiserated and congratulated people about their voiceover things. And it was like the olden days, all sat outside, having a drink and a chat. It was amazing. Jalapeno poppers. Oh, my gosh. It was so great. It was just really nice. There was lots of like... Oh, this flipping client and that flipping client. Oh, I love this client. And oh, well done on that job. And it was just like work stuff. It was really nice. Also, there was whiskey. There was whiskey. Yeah, it was a great time. And uh, what was the other thing I was going to say about it? Um, Oh, and it made me it made me feel really, really excited about the 7th of August 
social in Manchester. So if you're not in Newcastle and you didn't get to go to the North East one and you are somewhere in the north of England and you would like to come to the one in Manchester on the 7th of August, then um, we'll put a little link in the show notes because, oh my goodness, it was so invigorating. I feel very, very invigorated. Yeah, and also if you're not from the north of England and you want to come and you can come, like it's allowed, then you're totally welcome. Of course. And we've got this big outside space booked and it's going to be absolutely glorious. So, right, this is why we're actually here. Um, It's because we did such a big investigative episode on AI last year that even um, Anne Ganguza from VO Boss uh, asked us to come on her podcast to talk about it. But a whole year has passed since then and there have been some significant developments. Yeah, as many of you probably know by now, the worst has actually happened. (laughs) Um, And a voiceover in Canada called Bev Standing is actually suing a company called ByteDance, which owns the massive social media platform. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's called TikTok. (laughs) Um, She says that they essentially stole her voice for a function that allows you to type words in for the AI voice to read out. She says that the TikTok AI voice comes from recordings she originally did for the Chinese Institute of Acoustics, who, according to The Telegraph, are a state-backed research organisation. And she was in communication with them through their representative in Edinburgh. But I heard Bev's lawyer talking on the Pro Audio Suite podcast, and he said there was actually no contract involved. So... When we spoke to Bev a few weeks ago, we started off by asking her if that had struck her as odd at the time. It was a text-to-speech job three years ago, and it was, you know, your typical, we're going to get you to read 10,000 sentences, we're going to dissect it, it's for translation. And I went, ooh, translation. Who's going to hear that? You know, I (laughs) thought, well, I'll be able to to help people that are struggling and need to speak that this is a great thing, I'm happy to do it. You know, it's, it's decent money, but it's not something that's going to affect my business. It's not going to stop me from doing other jobs. It's not going to affect my brand. It's not going to affect anything. So I'd love to do it and work. This gentleman was very nice. We, Mm. you know, it was all through email, but you know, we had lovely three month conversation. So, I mean, I have nothing negative to say, except that it ended up on TikTok. It's it's worrying that these things happen because for many reasons, obviously, but one of them is that actually genuinely sometimes academic institutions and uh, like really well-meaning businesses do need people to record thousands of sentences for whatever reason. Like we did one recently where where people were testing their, using it to test hearing aids. And actually that's a really valuable thing and a socially conscious thing to do. Yeah, there's a a great reason for AI to to exist and, and it's advancing every day it's getting better and better but the lack of transparency the lack of honesty the lack of if you really were going to sell it I should have known I should have had a say in how my voice is being used and I wasn't given that opportunity yeah it's it's the not knowing isn't it Mm -hmm. it's being taken out of your control when did you first become aware that there might be a problem in November um Bridget Rial uh who is a friend and colleague and living in Portugal sent me a TikTok video and said, is this your voice? Because we talk all the time and uh, lots of times it isn't. And I went, oh, yes, that's my voice. And she Mm. said, what about this one? And I went, oh, yeah, that's my voice too. And my daughter sent me one the very next day. Now, thank goodness my daughter is in her 30s. And she goes, mom, is this you? And I listened and went, yes, it is. And then, you know, then my son sent me one. Then my my stepdaughter sent me one that was uh, about nurses being frustrated. And there was a lot of words in there. And I went, yeah, that's me too. So I picked up the phone. How does that feel? Well, at first, you know, you think, ooh, wow, I'm on TikTok. (laughs) And then when you go, 
oh, I am the voice on TikTok. Like I downloaded TikTok at that time. I didn't have it. And I downloaded it to see how it worked and, and how did they get my voice. And I think I took a video of the floor and, and typed in, I take stupid videos of nothing at all, and then hit text to speech and went, oh, that's me. That's that's when I really put it all together and went, I don't think this is good. <laughs> and and the worst part is now I'm hearing advertisements from major companies that are using the TikTok voice, both um, I think on TV that's yet to be proven. Um, there's some people that go, hmm, and more people go, yeah, that's you. Uh, it's been pitched up or down, perhaps. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure it's just the text-to-speech voice from TikTok doing the ad, both on a .ca in Canada and a .com. I won't say the brand um, because it's not been, I guess, proven. But, you know, people say that to me. How do you know it's your voice? I've had, the interesting thing is I've had a lot of emails <laughs> and messages through my website, through Facebook, people that don't know me. 98% of them have been Wow, this I just I just want your voice back. I had one person absolutely scold me and uh in in every word you can think of because I've ruined TikTok <laughs> because my voice just let them use your voice and you know that's just fair enough. That's I try to go, you know what? That's just somebody that doesn't understand that my voice is my product. And I can't build a car and mm -hmm. say go ahead, drive it wherever you want and tell them it's your car. It's it's not your car, it's my car. I built it. It's my voice, and um, so I, I take those negatives with a grain of salt because it's just somebody that's not in the business. It doesn't understand either end of it, whether it's the talent or the, the you know the creatives. So I that's a very commendable and generous thing <laughs> for you to say, well, because you can't let it get I'm sure to you. It's awful right? getting but, that abuse. Yeah, yeah, you can't let it get to him, and it's sad, and it's being noted, and. What I don't understand is they're sending me direct emails. I have their email address. It's not like you're anonymous. I can find you. But, you know, it's just like, well, okay. I was approached this morning with an email asking, they're really sad. They have millions of followers and they want me to work directly with them if I would be interested if they won't bring my voice back. That was kind of flattering. But how yeah. do you... You know, now we get back into, okay, this is just somebody that makes videos on this certain topic and they'd like me to be the voice and it's fun and it's cute and everything else. But how do you price that? They said they'd pay me. How do you price mm. that? It's, it's not straightforward anymore, is it? Because it's, no. it's just skewed. It's skewed the value of your voice in all the directions. Yeah. Yeah. And now my voice is recognizable as me. And there's actually been auditions that have gone out saying, we want you to sound like the TikTok voice. Even well, though they I'm could person, just contact you directly. <laughs> <laughs> the TikTok voice, over here, over here. <laughs> I'm right here. Amazing. That just opens up so many awful opportunities for, for devaluing your voice as a skill if other people can just do little versions of it. Well, and if they can take my voice, why can't they take your voice off this podcast? Like yeah, there has to be a line drawn. Yeah, that's true. And, and that's the bigger picture mm. here. I mean, yes, everybody is a voice talent. We work to make a living. And so, yes, I'd like to be paid. If you're going to use my voice, then please pay me. Um, unfortunately, this has to go through a court of law to make that happen. But more importantly, you can't do this. You can't do it in the music business. You can't do it in the art business. You can't do it in the voiceover industry. So this is bigger than 
Bev standing independent freelance voice actor in a small town Canada. You know, this is so much bigger than that. And and for that reason, when people say, can we chat? I say yes. Because otherwise, we're not going to know. We as talent, when you're more established, you get it. But when you're just starting out, we need to know this stuff. Oh, here's an interesting thought. I did this three years ago. Three years ago, April, we completed the job. This weekend, Friday, I was messaged to say, there's a TTS job on Voice 123, um, and it, it smells just like the job you did. So I was out of town, and I, when I got back, I looked, and I went, oh. And all it is for client is a Chinese name, and the description is eerily similar. However, guess whose voice they used as a sample? My raw audio. Hello. Oh, could it be more blatant? <laughs> no. Not my text-to-speech voice from TikTok. My raw audio file is their reference. I don't know who they are. Well, then Voice123 took it down. Mm -hmm. And then there were three more postings. A British, they asked for a British female. And two other postings with, with different lengths, like 90,000 words for this much and this much for this much more. Um, and apparently it was also posted on Voices.com. Um, everybody I know has gone in and comment. I went into the Voice, because I'm on that platform. I went into the Voice123 and there's an option to put in a Q&A. So mm -hmm. I put in, what exactly is this being used for? And I did this whole thing. Anyway, uh, Voice123 has taken the jobs down. I don't know about Voices.com. Um, but it's there's people auditioning for them. Mm, so what course. are they getting ready to replace the voice they have? Because they don't, are they, but they've used my voice as the, this is what we're looking for. Mm. Well, right? your lawyer, and, so he wrote, he wrote the book on like helping voiceovers deal with legal issues. So that's quite a significant thing to have him working with you on this case. Does that make a, it that is. a difference? It is. And he is a voice actor. Yes. So he knows the business. And that's that was one of the, I mean, I'd met him and I knew him. So he was my obvious choice to pick up the phone and say, hi, Rob. You know, I didn't have to worry about how to pronounce his name or anything. <laughs> well, that's one of the reasons why I've just called him your lawyer. Yes. <laughs> can, can you now? Would you mind? Rog Paglia. Thank you. It's a beautiful name and I didn't want to butcher it. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. I used to call him Rog Skig, but I think that's his email. So. <laughs> That'll oh, do. Skiggy. It. Skigster. Skiggy, skiggy works. Yeah. yeah. So the TikTok voice in North America has now been changed. How does how does that affect you? Well, I feel I feel it's it's a, a box that's been ticked in my complaint. Um, you're using my voice without paying me. Now you're not using my voice. The mm. caveat to that is my voice is still there. Go mm. look at. I mean, it doesn't take much to scroll through and find all the videos that have already been done. I'm still there. So you haven't got rid of me. I'm just not the new voice. And I feel badly because a lot of people are complaining about the new voice. Um, the oh. comments I've seen are, it's too perky. It's too energetic. There's, I've got one TikTok. I mean, these people, again, this is my daily email and, and messenger uh, journey is to read all these TikTok videos that are sent to me. And it's like, I can't even tell my story now. This voice doesn't fit. Um, I just want the old one back. It doesn't work with me. It's horrible. And it's, it's, it's not a horrible voice. And I feel bad for whoever talent did that. But I also hope that the talent that did that understands why I'm doing this. And I hope they realize that their voice can be anywhere now. Because how did TikTok get it? 
we we don't know. Well, the other thing that I was really interested in hearing about on the pro, I forgot what it's called now. Hang on, the um, pro audio suite podcast when the uh, when Robert was talking was um, that it doesn't matter even if he'd had a contract, it sort of doesn't matter because once that um, that database of 10,000 um, sentences is out of the out of the, 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 the hard drive of the company that you were working for, you don't have a contract with anybody after that. Like, that's, 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 the, that's the mad thing, is that you can put all the disclaimers you want. Yeah, that's if you have a contract. Your contract, from what I understand, and again, my, my conversation mm. is with Rob or listening to two people that have interviewed him, your contract doesn't follow your voice. Right, exactly. Right? However, in my case... I own my voice. It is copyrighted right. and it yeah, is Yeah, di- it is a different situation. So, I hear you. That's, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, it is different. And then there's the Beijing Accord, but it doesn't apply in UK or the US. So. No, we'll, we'll, we'll go into this a bit separately, I think. But yeah, so um, c- could you take us through the effect that all of this has had on your business so far? <laughs> What business? Right. All I do is all I do is read emails and messengers, and I, no. I have yeah, I have been not as productive as I'd like to be. This is um, we're into we've completed three weeks since it was filed, so it hasn't even been a month, and and I, I'm lucky in that I, I don't have ten really high paying clients. I have hundreds of average paying clients, you know, industry standard, not national broadcast. So I'm still just getting work in my in-tray and I'm repped by several agents. So I'm paying attention to those. Um, but it's, I'm nowhere near as productive. I mean, I work 10 hours a day. I'm up by 6, 6.30 and I don't quit till 5.30 or 6 o'clock at night. And I rarely, I, mean, I take 15 minute lunch break if I do that. I just work. I love what I do. It's fun. And I'm independent, right? So you're doing your books, your marketing, you're catching up and, and all those things that I do um, in a day. And I feel like with every email I get, it puts me back. And I had one reporter say to me, you don't seem too upset about this. And it comes back to who I am as a person. And that's pick your battles. Mm. Um, I've had some battles in my life and they were worth fighting fight dances work fighting for. But I can't change who you are and what you've said. I can only take a breath and I use my acting skills. Um, When I start to get passionate and get upset about it, I stop. I go into my booth, I get behind the mic, and I live in the moment. And I'm that person reading the script. I'm that actor. This is what I do. And the rest of the world doesn't count. Um, And I learned that when I was starting in the business. My husband had passed away, and I was just looking for a course to take to keep me busy. And so I took a weekend voiceover workshop. There was absolutely no reason to get that. It was fate stepping in. I didn't believe in fate till then. But everything that has happened has been fate stepping, putting putting little pillars in front of me saying, here, take take this step. So I have been. Um, But... Then I took improv, and they said, you have to be in the moment. You can't be. I remember we were doing a script, and I broke down because it was in a hospital waiting room was where this comedic script was taking place, this scene. And I broke down, and I had to get up and leave. And the teacher came up to me and said, that's not you up there. You can't, you can't, you can't bring that into this room. I know you're upset. And she was very empathetic, but she said, you can't bring it here. And so we had a long, long talk, and it taught me to be in the moment. 
I've been asked to to read very emotional scripts where you cry. And in here, I go there. But the minute that script is stopped, I'm back to being Bev standing in a booth with a mic and a script. I'm not in that sad moment anymore. And that's part of what we do. Whether we're doing an emotional read, a comedic read, a, a character read, a, you just pop in and out. <laughs> so that's kept me sane because the emotions could have driven me right over the bed. It's, this has just been so overwhelming. There's a huge long list of reasons why this is awful. <laughs> but are there, is there any good that you can see that may come of this? Yes, 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 yes. And thank you for saying that. There's a lot of good that can come out of this. A, the people that are starting are realizing before they even step foot in a text-to-speech or AI world or anything that agreements, contracts, anything, an email, something needs to be said to the terms you're working with. Um, I always use the, I'll say Coke, Pepsi. If you do something for Coke that's just online and Pepsi wants to hire you for a national that might be a conflict. So you have to put time frames on stuff like that. Um, you mm-hmm. have to clarify usage. You have to clarify all those things, even for the smallest thing. And you have to be agreeable to it. Secondly, people, people on the other side of the glass of the hiring process need to be aware that when we are asking for these things, we're not being demanding. We're not being pushy. We're not being, you know, to into ourselves, we're protecting our voices, our business, our product, and we're doing it for a very, very valid reason. Um, the fact that TikTok has taken me down as the North American text-to-speech, as I said, it's, it's, a, it's a box that's been ticked. They've gone, oh, we aren't paying you for your voice, so we'll stop using your voice. That's a win! What it says is Little Bev took on a gigantic company. And I know somebody somebody emailed me this morning and said, I'm so happy you won. I haven't won anything. <laughs> um, I haven't won any battles. I haven't won anything. But what I have done is I've won the fact that I get to share this information and um, bring this to light so that everybody can stand up. Them, for themselves, for their business. I even received flowers from a friend saying, thank you for being inspiring and, and um, you know, being a leader for women everywhere. And I didn't think of it that way. I'm just me. But I am a woman and I am an independent business person and I am standing up for myself and it's important. If I can do it, so can you. Yeah. You know, and you don't have to be nasty about it. You just have to stand up for what's right. So that's all good in my opinion. That is a great, good, long list of good things. Oh, lovely. Yeah, I wanted to long? applaud then. I wanted to slow applaud. <laughs> Me like... too. Absolutely. Stand up, Bev. Take a bow. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hashtag, standing with Bev. Yes. Well, we were going to say, weren't we? <laughs> yeah. Going up against ByteDance is, you know, huge. And they have resources that an ordinary voiceover business couldn't even imagine. So tell us about the fundraising that was set up and uh, how can the listeners and us help? Uh, well, thank you. It's a GoFundMe and it was, I had a number of people reaching out to me asking if they could please um, set up some sort of fundraising. And at first I declined. I said, this is my battle. This is not your fight. I have chosen to have this path. So I'm okay. I'll figure it out. I'll find the money. I'll do whatever it takes. And 
more and more people were reaching out. And somebody, um, I believe it was John Florian and Maria Pendolino, and independently, they both said, people just want to help. They believe in your cause and they just want to help. So I agreed to it. So there is a GoFundMe out there. And uh, any money that is used will be strictly used for legal fees. Uh, should I have to go to New York uh, and stay in a hotel and fly down to be in a court? Um, that type of thing. Any money that is not used, I will be donating to the Brad Venable scholarship that was created when um, Brad passed away last year. So that's a, that's a lot more good that can come. Yeah, that's they're, yeah. Well, they're racking good, up, good, aren't good. they? They're racking up. <laughs> Great. <laughs> a hideous situation it's just awful can you imagine having everybody getting in touch with you saying is this you is this you yeah anyway just so you can get a handle on how massive this could be the uh, continually excellent voiceover Charles Rowe hi Charles did a bit of digging in the court documents and discovered that the plaintiff in this sort of situation could potentially claim damages of up to $150,000 per infringement. So if we just do like a wee bit of back of a fag packet calculation, if you think of the number of people using TikTok's text-to-speech function, God, there's a tongue twister, TikTok's text-to-speech function. <laughs> anyway, if you think of the number of people using TikTok's text-to-speech function, I mean, there's like... 100 million users in the US. That's like a lot of infringements. Yeah, yeah, but possibly, possibly. Um, also, CBC News spoke to a couple of copyright lawyers over there and they seem to think that TikTok, having now changed the voice to a different one, is a good sign, but for different reasons. So uh, Pino D'Agostino is an expert in copyright law and told CBC that if they're mitigating the damage, it's rather like an acknowledgement that you've done something wrong. So that could indicate that they might be going to settle out of court. But CBC also spoke to a man called Daniel Tsai, who's advised the federal government on intellectual property law he doesn't think they'll be feeling much pressure to settle because even if some voiceovers have boycotted the platform that doesn't make even the teeniest tiniest smidgiest little dent in their user base or revenue so using a new voice might be the only concession they're going to make anyway tiktok has until the 7th of july which is mm. a week from when this episode's being published to respond to bev's claim and her lawyer told the Pro Audio Suite podcast that these things can like go on for years. Mm. So we'll keep you updated on all of it. But in the meantime, Paul Strukwerda, who writes the excellent blog Nether Voice, oh, I love has it. created the hashtag Standing With Bev, which is worth following if you'd like to help share the story a wee bit or keep up to date with what's going on in the case. Mm. One more thing on TikTok specifically. Uh, so in this country, in the UK, the TikTok AI voice is a middle-aged London man who sounds like this. I'm a voiceover from London who may not be aware that my voice is being used in this way. Now, we had a big think before sharing this because there is every chance that the booking could have been completely above board and he could have been properly paid for the work he did and fully informed about what it was going to be used for and all that stuff. But we just thought if there was a chance it could be useful to him and he somehow hasn't already been informed, then it would be good if one mm. of us, one of the VO socialites, were able to help and let him know. Do you know this voice? Do you? Um, and we should say that we have approached ByteDance for a response. Mm. Oh, like real proper journalists. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they didn't get back to us, although no. they have told The Telegraph that they don't tend to respond to ongoing litigation. So, no. uh, so now more broadly, 
there's been some progress on the Beijing Treaty. Find out all about the UK's involvement in the glacially slow legal rumblings of this one <laughs> after these messages. Get a move on. <laughs> hey, VO socialites. Uh, you know how we don't allow anyone to promote their stuff in our podcast unless we really believe in what they're doing? Well, Nick uses this special widget for warming up her voice, so we thought since she believes in it enough to use it, you might like to know about it too. Yeah, it's all part of a technique called straw phonation. It's a brilliant wee thing, and Oren from the company who make the straws is running a free workshop to show you how to use it. It's a fun, interactive workshop designed to walk you through the science behind straw phonation and then teach you the exercises you can do to warm up your voice, cool it down, and strengthen it as well. It's been described as taking the singing industry by storm already and I think it's something that can really help voiceovers do their job we've put the link to the free zoom workshop in the show notes why not pop along and see what straw phonation can do for you hello AI Leah hello AI Nick what is this important message we must share it is source elements They are the most glorious service for voiceovers, which is why they are everybody's first choice. Oh yes, if you're creating timed media in voiceover podcasting, broadcasting or music, then Source Elements is the partner you're looking for. What is this timed media? Shush, nobody knows. Source Elements. Connect, collaborate, create. Leah. Yes. Black Cat Music are offering a 15% discount on Studio Bricks booths. What? What do you mean? Right, well, Black Cat Music. Yeah, performing arts equipment shop, been going for more than 30 years, yes. Yeah, and they're the only UK distributor of Studio Bricks booths. <gasps> yes, yes, Studio Bricks booths. Brilliant sound isolation, excellent internal acoustics, super easy to install, and if you move house, you can just take them apart and pop them back together again with your sofa. Okay, well, Black Cat Music are offering 15% off to our listeners. Well, that's absolutely brilliant. How can they claim this magnificent discount? Well, they just contact Black Cat Music with the secret password. Which is? VO Social Podcasts. Black Cat Music, <laughs> VO Social Podcasts. I love it. Right. The Beijing Treaty. I have to steal myself for this kind of stuff, Leah, because it's really intense for my brain. If it's not about larynxes, do you know what I mean? Getting the same. Um, we're not going to spend too much time going into this again because we covered it in episode 32 last year in some depth. But uh, Leah, would you like to summarise it, please? Yes. So the treaty covers the rights of performers and lays out the need for them to have control over their own work. The UK signed the treaty back in 2013, but basically because of Brexit, it hasn't yet been ratified, which means which means written into our actual law. That's what ratified means, written into our actual law. Uh, back last summer, lots and lots of voiceovers responded to our call to write to their MPs to ask them to sign the early day motion to get MPs to debate the ratification of the treaty. And that was great for helping our representatives in government know that this is an important issue to the electorate. But it didn't actually achieve anything tangible because an early day motion is just a way of drawing attention to an issue and doesn't actually result in any real action. This law stuff, complicated, isn't it? So many layers. Um 
Recently, though, there's been a new way to move things forward. So in April, Mm. the government put out a call for people to share their views on how the Beijing Treaty will affect performers, a.k.a. us. Um, Equity have worked with a highly impressive law faculty to put together evidence for their submission to this. So if you saw the page on the government website and wanted to contribute your views but were completely overwhelmed by it and how heavy and complicated it all seemed to be, then don't worry, because equity have taken care of it. So thanks, equity. Well done, equity. But just so you know what the actual stumbling blocks are, the Beijing Treaty is about work for broadcast. So not streaming or video on demand or online content. And as things stand at the moment in UK law, the Copyright Act doesn't cover these things either because it was written in the far and distant past. So alongside the implementation of the Beijing Treaty, Equity are also lobbying the government to update the law to cover things like clarity on how your voice will be used, being paid properly for online content, a redefinition of performance that includes AI work and the control of moral rights. So allowing you to make sure the AI version version of your voice isn't being used to promote something that damages your reputation. It's just so deep. The past is annoying, isn't it? We're not in the past anymore. Come on, folks. I mean, goodness knows when this will all be dealt with, though. So the main Mm. thing we can do for now is, well, listen to our episode, number 32, featuring Marcus Hutton from Equity, explaining how we can basically check the bejeepers out of every contract we sign, especially if the job is thousands of nonsense sentences. Red yes. flag. <laughs> red flag. Big fat red flag. Yes. Um, so we were talking earlier about uh, how the social in Manchester is coming up very soon on the 7th of August. But there Boop. is another sort of uh, roving social, would you say? It's like a social on the road. <gasps> A pop-up yeah, social, social on fact. tour. <laughs> social on tour. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, social on tour um, at the One Voice Conference. And so, if you're coming to the One Voice Conference UK and it goes ahead and it's all happening in person and everything, then we are. Well, actually, you tell you tell people. What's what are we doing? Tell, tell everyone. <laughs> how much should I tell? Like, um, how much should I tell? So maybe not in terms of the details. Give a give a like. Okay, I'll say what the I'll say what the session is going to be about that we're running at the One Voice Conference, yeah, and yeah. you say how it's going to feel. Okay. 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 But so, I won't give away too many specific details. Not the specific details because there'll be a nice surprise. So okay. um, too exciting. The session that we're running is about uh, how to get more work in your native accent and about accent discrimination more broadly. We've got uh, clips of interviews already in the can with some really exciting people. Um, it's essentially going to be a live recording about that topic, but with huge quantities of opportunities for people to get involved and share their stories and show off their native accents a bit. Uh, and uh, that, that's that's what the session is going to be. So Saturday afternoon if you're going to be there. Nick, how's it going to feel? I've been trying to think of something to like compare it to. So obviously it'll feel like a social because we'll be there and it's really exciting to be in like the live recording of a podcast. That's yeah. We've been to live recordings of podcasts. Oh, it's it's such a cool, exciting, like special <laughs> club to be in. You're like, I was in that audience yeah. when that was filmed. That's my laugh. <laughs> so you'll get that like excited buzz that you were there, you know, like FOMO, you know, on FOMO. Mm. Um, but I also feel like it's it's sort of going to feel like, do you know, one of those, and I'm not sure, if our, I'm sure they have the same in the US and other parts of the world where people listen to the podcast, but do you know one of those like Saturday morning cookery shows where they have like guests and features and like snacks and like they eat stuff and they drink stuff and they talk yeah. about stuff and it's loads of crack, but you're also at the same time recording some kind of media thing. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so you're also recording, like, I think that's what it's going to feel like. It's going to feel like a Saturday morning cookery show oh, with like cool. But without the cookery, if you replace all of the cookery with like chat about (laughs) accents um, and you replace 
the fact that it's a TV recording with the fact that it's a live podcast recording. That's yeah. what I, I mean, that's what I think it's going to feel you like. You have nailed it. Oh my goodness. I, I can't <laughs> explain how excited I am about it. It's going to be so wonderful. <gasps> so wonderful. And we've got a few little uh, little surprises for everybody who comes. We do, we do. Let, let, let us know if you're going to be there. We would really like to know. You can tweet us, obviously, at the VO Social, uh, and you can email us at listen at the com, and you can um, join the Facebook group as well. Just search for the voiceover social on Facebook. Just join in. Join All in. native accents welcome. Exactly. Welcome. welcome. All accents welcome. <laughs> Even made up accents. All welcome. Yes. Welcome indeed. Yeah. Well, Even made up and accents. Made up and accents. <laughs> Great. I've been Leah Marks. And I've been Nick Redman. And, and we, we are, are the, the voiceover over social. Social. <laughs> social. <laughs> I have no it's Friday afternoon and I have no words left (laughs) together till the end of the road